from the Ticat Audio Network. This is Speaking with the Enemy. A lack of sunshine in mid-July, certainly not dampening the spirits of Hamilton football fans. As we inch a little closer to kickoff between the Tiger Cats and Red Box on the Tiger Cats Audio Network, I'm Bob O'Neill along with Andy Fantuz. Time for Speaking with the Enemy, presented by Red Tag. RedTag.ca's Christmas in July exclusive savings are back. Beat the holiday rush by booking your fall or winter vacation early and take advantage of early booking bonuses and perks plus get $125 off select vacation packages. Visit redtag.ca to get your promo code savings today. Certain conditions apply. Now joining us from TSN 1200 is the voice of the Red Blacks, AJ Jacobeck, a good friend. You know, the foreshadowing is incredible from the anger. I know you even felt from just one year ago today to where we are today, it, it, it really is incredible. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a crazy story with uh, Jeremiah Masoli to, to think that one year ago today uh, he got injured in brutal fashion. One of the worst things I've ever seen in covering the Canadian Football League, not just the hit itself, but the reaction from Garrett Marino and uh, celebrating uh, basically uh, injuring a star player in this league uh, for a long, long time. And with surgeries and infections and complications, uh, Jeremiah Masoli, the fact that he is back one year ago, uh, one year from the day, and to play his old team for the first time in Hamilton uh, certainly seems like storybook stuff, so we'll see what we get uh, today. But in the meantime, you've got two teams that I think need a win today, uh, certainly Hamilton at 0-3 and, and Ottawa at 1-2 with Winnipeg coming up. Uh, I think, uh, you know, Masoli's the story, but uh, this is a pretty big football game for both these teams uh, here today in the East. AJ, I was just down on the field talking with uh, Jeremiah, and he said that Sean Burke surprised him and flew his family with him for his first game back here in Hamilton, and uh, so that was really touching to hear that his family will be in attendance to, to watch. And, and then speaking with Burke, you know, um, getting Mazzoli back healthy now, do you think that the footprint of the Sean Burke era kind of begins now that sort of the, the pieces that he brought in to be his team are, are now healthy well there's still a lot of injuries here but that's the nature of pro football so yeah in an ideal world you'd see Braylon Addison and Shaq Evans and Money Hunter and Devontae Dedman and Jovan Santos Knox and and others uh, now Tyree Adams I mean he would have been the backup here today at a very good CFL debut as a starter last week picking up the win over Edmonton but in, in the meantime yes I, I think I felt going into the season Sean Burke had done a really good job of prioritizing the trenches. Uh, offensive line, defensive line, whether through free agency with Jacob Ruby or Drew Desjardins, whether through the draft with Zach Pelios, Cyril Hogan-Saint-Don, or even this year the number one pick, Dante Bull, who they're really high on and is still a few weeks away from, from playing, but at least back to practicing in full uh, this week. So they, they prioritize both sides of the, of the line, defensive line, certainly bringing in Lorenzo Malden and the type of season that he had. Mike Fares had a huge influence with guys like Malden and Cleo, Cleon Lang and Bryce Carter and the group that they've got. So they've prioritized the trenches, but as good as they've looked in those areas so far this year, quarterback play was lacking. Certainly the first couple of games, it was better uh, against the Edmonton Elks. And I feel like if they get solid quarterback play, that this is probably going to be a playoff team. But uh, it just hasn't been that way really since Trevor Harris left after the 2018 season. 
And so what uh, the big question on everybody's minds is what is Jeremiah Masoli going to look like? If, if you get prime Jeremiah Masoli, then I think this team wins a lot of games and goes to the playoffs. But we're going to find out here today and over the next few weeks uh, uh, what Jeremiah Masoli looks like and if he can be that guy uh, to lead the way. Certainly when you talk to the players, they believe in him. Some of them, you get the sense, almost revere him. Uh, guys, some of his younger teammates that might have watched him for the first time, not at this level, but watching him at college, uh, at Ole Miss, and before that, the University of Oregon. So That was the feeling here. That was the feeling yeah. here. I mean, Andy, yeah. you can talk to that. Oh, for sure, yeah. Jeremiah had a leadership role even when he wasn't even the starting quarterback. And so that when, when he got a chance to be that starter in his early days, it, it, there was no... There was no warm-up period to, be, to, to take those reins and really lead this team on the field uh, and in the locker room. So you, you could tell by his preparation, you know, he's got a kind of that calm demeanor, that sort of mellow personality, but uh, it, it's easy to follow because he's so professional, he works so hard, and he's so prepared that uh, you know that you can trust him and he's going to be there for you. So, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's just, a, you know, I, I, I'm so happy he's back and, you know, I wish him all the best, and you know, hopefully for the Ticat fans, he, he uh, comes up one point short. But, yeah, one point short. <laughs> but yeah, I, I should have been more specific when I talked about you know being healthy in the Sean Burke era because there is a laundry list of injuries that you mentioned that are that are star players in this league, uh, and and every team does have that. But I was more talking about that QB area, QB uh, position with your star that you brought in to sort of lead that team. Um, you mentioned the trenches. And that's been a success for the Red Blacks this year. They lead the league four sacks per game on the defensive side and offensively, offensive line lead. On the offensive line, you had 100, what, 170, 180 yards rushing last week in the big win. So um, just speak to a little bit about why that makes successful. Yeah, and they struggled to run the ball a little bit early, even in preseason and, and the first couple of weeks of the season. So just sticking with it. Um, as you know, with offensive linemen, they, they love to be able to run the ball uh, because that's when they can really, truly get physical with the defense. And they, they again, they prioritize that in the draft and free agency. And I think running back was a big concern for this team going into the season. They believed they had a real solid change of pace, number two guy that can contribute on special teams and ex-Ticat and local Ottawa guy, Jackson Bennett, but they weren't sure they had that number one guy. They targeted Wes Hills in free agency and it sounded like he was coming to Ottawa but a last second change of heart he ends up going to the USFL and all of a sudden Wes Hills is leading the league in rushing so when Demontre Tuggle looked as good as he did in preseason I, I thought that was a pretty good sign and uh, the, the fact that he was able to rush for over 125 yards his first CFL touchdown uh, played with Nathan Rourke at uh, Ohio University in the MAC so yeah if, if they can run the ball that's going to make uh, the life easier for, for everybody offensively, from play caller to quarterback to the O-line and everybody else. And we'll, we'll see if they can do that to the same effect uh, here today to help set up some of those play-action passes that were so successful last week. Your defense is led by another former Ticat who has been a beast. What has been the difference with Low Malden? Well, he's been able to stay healthy. I think that's first and foremost... Uh, I can't say enough about Mike Fair, defensive line coach that came to the Canadian Football League last year for the first time and 
just what a presence. What I, I've only interviewed him once. I've talked to him a million times. But the, the conversation we had, you, you can see just why people love playing for him. And he knows his stuff. He was in the National Football League for over 20 years, started as a scout, and then uh, worked his way to becoming a D-line coach. And when he got the opportunity to come north, he... He embraced it and, and, and certainly loves the CFL, and these guys love playing for him. So, um, But in, in the end, Malden, you know, this is a third-round pick in the NFL. So we always had the talent, uh, crazy upbringing in terms of just moving around foster home to foster home and, and just someone that is willing to tell his story and a role model, I think, for, for, for those that, you know, might not have the, the type of upbringing that, is you know all unicorns and rainbows with two parents and all that type of stuff and so knows where he came from and certainly a heck of a football player and he is thriving uh, with this group uh, uh, led by Mike Fair on the D-line. Yeah great person and great story if you if anyone doesn't know please look it up it's uh, it's heartwarming for sure and Mike Fair you, you mentioned the coach you don't often see a coach with dual roles being on different sides of the ball. <laughs> you know, defensive line coach but also the run game coordinator uh what impact does he have there yeah and, and like that's new to this year so for, for me it's still trying to figure out exactly how it's working on on that front as well but but certainly uh again with his skill set and the ops cap has changed so much in the canadian football league you look at edmonton for example, and, and the fact that they're still paying, what, three or four people? And Chris Jones is holding multiple roles. So if you've got people that are good football people that can handle different roles, in, in today's CFL, that, that is definitely a bonus. This has been Speaking with the Enemy, presented by Red Tag. A.J. Jakubek, you certainly have a great call. And as we said, maybe Ticats by one. Maybe? Uh, you think? Hopefully not. We'll see. I'm not making any <laughs> predictions. Just looking for another great game between these two rivals. Hey, thank you for checking in. We really appreciate your time. My pleasure.